Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. You're listening to SB Nation at the Super Bowl. We are very, very, very excited to be joined by the one and only, the worldwide known Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer for the Action Network, one of the most used apps in my phone. Chad, thanks for joining us here in Miami. Well, I'm very glad to hear that it's one of the most used apps in your phone. I didn't know where you were going to go with that, but I'm glad with where it ended. <laughs> it's uh, it's up there. You know, I use the text messages app. I use Twitter. And then, uh, you know, the phone app. I actually don't really use the phone app because like, calling people is disgusting. You know what yes. I mean? Uh, but then the Action Network's right there. You know? I appreciate that. Uh, you guys are all over the place. And it feels like the work you do is something that people are really, really, really diving. It's like, well, let me get the Action Network app. You know what I mean? And so tell us about it. Tell us about the Action Network and, and give us kind of the 101 for people that are new to this space. Yeah, so sports betting has become more and more popular the past couple of years. It's become legal and since uh, May of 2018. And we actually launched in January of 2018, sort of anticipating that there was going to be a market where people wanted to understand sports betting better. It was going to become more popular. There were going to be more people who were doing it. So we launched a media company that, as right. you mentioned, has an app that sort of is incredibly fast when it comes to updating scores, but also the lens for sports betting, the lens for the coverage is through sports betting. So if you want to know how many bets are coming in on the Chiefs Niners Super Bowl, if you want to know the percentage of money coming in on the Chiefs Niners Super Bowl on one side or the other on the total, if you want to know what, are you, what should you bet for every single prop that is listed in the Super Bowl this week, you can get all that from the Action Network app, and it sort of informs people, it educates people, and especially now with more and more people getting access to legalized sports betting, it's becoming a pretty important tool for people who just want to understand what's happening in sports. See, I'm a big consumer of your golf coverage, and so I'm a big fan of Jason's. Uh, you know, that's that's something I, I'm not excited for football season to be over, but, you know, like the waste management is this weekend. So, Dude, let me tell you something. So uh, betting, I, I'm in New York. And betting is not legal in New York, but it is legal in New Jersey on your mobile devices. So I flew down here from uh, Newark, from Newark Airport, and I got to the airport extra early so I could fire away on as many nice. bets as possible, including including three golf bets okay. on the waste management, including uh, Bubba Watson to finish top five, Bubba Watson to win, and then another one, I don't even know who the guy is, but everyone at Action told me to bet him, uh, Scheffler to win. So uh, I'm with you on the golf. We love the golf. It's a, a very important part of our plan. You guys are – and see, like, I think people love to, you know, when everyone ever talks about sports betting, someday we're going to be able to bet on the velocity of, of a throw. Golf is like – that's the most, I think, real time we're going to be able to bet on when he's 156 yards out, what clubs he's going to use or whatever. I mean, like, there's a lot of details because it is such an ever-changing uh, situation. But you guys, the Action Network, you have obviously your app, but you have a podcast. I mean, you have everything. You, you are this media company where you touch every single surface of, of sports media, but media in general. Yeah, and that was part of the plan, right? You know, I was at ESPN for a long time, and my last gig there was editorial director for ESPN Digital. And part of my job there was, over the course of time, I had started the betting coverage for ESPN. 
And I had done it on air and I had done it for audio and for writing and stuff. And then we hired a bunch of people to do it. And um, when we launched, the reason I left ESPN is because I wanted to launch something in conjunction with the Chernin Group who hired me uh, that really focused on sports betting as a beat. Like I wanted people to cover this the way, cover this the way Adam Schefter covers the NFL. Right. And so that's what we did. We hired a bunch of people like Jason Sobel, but also people like Sean Corner, people like Chris Raybon, people who know football and know analysis and have their own proprietary metrics and data. And they are thinking about how to build opportunity in sports betting, not as touts, not as people who are selling picks, but people who just analyze it, honestly, the same way Bill Barnwell analyzes for ESPN. Right, it's a great point. Um, only it's a very specific point of view, like Sean Corner put up this morning seven bets that he's making seven prop bets that he's making in the game this weekend like i devoured that thing like to me i can't wait to see what he's saying and it's it's just another way to look at the game on sunday it is interesting how um i don't want to call it a slant but every single one of your faces has a slant has, is, is closely tied it's not just you know here's your over under here's why i like i mean it is deep it, it is you know something it's everything can literally be devoured there, there is no shallowness to what you do so what do you is this is this the mecca weekend i mean you think is this the the weekend to Look, shine it's a, it's a massive weekend i'm glad you bring up like the angles we we subscribe to the theory that you should show your work right so like you mentioned the app anybody can get any one of the picks that any one of the experts i've mentioned you can get any one of their picks for free in the app. We're not selling the picks. If you're going to subscribe to Action, it's because you want to get a better sense of how do I make a decision when it comes to sports betting or you just want a deeper perspective on coverage. And that's what you know, Raybon and Corner and Matthew Friedman, right. uh, the guys like that will do. Um, as for like the bigness of this weekend, we often say like this is our Super Bowl. Right, like that's, that's a unique is, term. You're the it, only guy it, saying exactly, that. Exactly. <laughs> right? This is as big as it gets. I will tell you. I will tell you that like March Madness for us oh, is bigger than the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I will tell you that divisional playoffs this year were so massive that I'd be hard pressed to see how the Super Bowl tops it. Um, and I think when it comes to us, like the uniqueness of how we cover, we need volume. And so that's why like March Madness, March does Madness, so well. like divisional playoffs. There are so many games. Everyone's engaged. Like all of a sudden that becomes a really big deal. So I'm actually curious to see if the Super Bowl is our Super Bowl or if divisional playoffs are our Super Bowl. It makes sense. though. then that's why like someone like me loves the golf coverage because you can you can bet on top five. It's not just who what team wins this game. And there's all sorts of sort of different qualifiers. There's also, I think, what you guys do a really great job of personalization. Uh, you mentioned that you took up something. So it's cool to be like, this is what Chad bets. And then it's. If, if I win, Chad and I won. Chad yes. and I are going to go get some drinks. We're going to celebrate. I mean, yes. it, it, you're in it together. And so you're developing this audience. Develop. I don't want to call it a cult, but developing kind of a cult following. I, I think that the Action Network's doing a really great job of that. Thanks. Yeah, we love that social graph. Like, we think that being able to connect with our analysts, connect with our experts, being able to follow them, that's a really important part of the experience. So, yeah, we want to get people in. We want people to follow people we want people to pick tracks you know you can you probably do you enter your pick in the app and so when you are seeing the event going on you're getting alerts in real time about what's happening you can follow how your your win probability whether or not you're going to win or lose all that stuff happens in real time and it's all about being personalized to the user your app is very fresh um, and very pretty. I think is probably the best way to put it. <laughs> oh, some apps are ugly and they're clunky and you know and it's it's sharp. Uh, and so you're really pushing it this week, right? Because it is the Super Bowl, so people can open the app and they can get. Okay, what do I need? There's all sorts of different details, right? Yeah, yeah. And look, our product team is amazing. Like, and and one of the things that I think, 
we have an advantage of is because we got going when we did, we were very much about how can we expand how sports betting is perceived by the general public. It's very much still in a web 1.0 universe. You know, what you saw in 1999 when sports betting websites were first popping up and right now you can't find those things in an app. They're not sort of, um, they don't translate, they don't expand and contract. Uh, Whereas we built an app for people who are technology savvy and like the people who run our product team are product people first and they're better second. And I think what's interesting about this field being opened up and becoming so much bigger is that it's expanding the pool of qualified people who want to get into it. And so you can build a product team, you can build a content team of people who was always loved betting but didn't really have anywhere to go because it wasn't legal. And now that it's becoming legal, there's more and more people who want to get into this space. This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys... It's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hip. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. So on the subject of that, number one, what's it like to, to build and to run a business on something that is, you are dependent in some ways on that, because we're all, we're all of that belief. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But I mean, the reality is it hasn't happened yet. So one, waiting for that shoe to drop. And secondly, how many states beyond what we currently have now do you see personally having legalized gambling by the end of 2020? I would say by the end of 2020, uh, we expect there will be at least 20 states that have legalized sports betting. Now, right now, there's 11 states that have it. Four of those states you can bet mobily. And what I mean is you can bet on your phone. Uh, New Jersey. You don't have to go to like a book or something. Yeah, you don't have to go to a book. New Jersey, West Virginia, Indiana, Pennsylvania, right? We love those states. Those states are core to our business. That's where the action network app is. That's how we sort of develop and grow. Uh, I think that over time, more and more states are going to embrace betting mobily because they're going to see what happened with New Jersey. And it's a four and a half billion dollar handle this year. And it was, you know, that's not that far off from from what Nevada is. And Nevada is a very mature market. Um, So the expansion of New Jersey, the development of New Jersey is really important for us. Um, To your first point, like when we launched Action, we sat in a room and had a business plan of what it looked like if it were never legal, if it were legal in four years, if it were legal only in New Jersey but nowhere else, if it were legal federally, if it were legal state by state. So we had a pretty good understanding of what we were getting into and felt comfortable launching it and feeling like there was going to be a business if it never became legal because people were betting regardless. Right. The fact that it becomes legal just creates a new stream for us. That's interesting. And it sounds, you know, you guys do your homework. Respect. Um, <laughs> so you bet 
every single NFL game I did. this past season. Number I did. one, how exhausting was that? And number two, you had a lot of success relative to elite gamblers and elite averages. Tell us about what went into it. What's the secret sauce? Oh, my God. I crushed it. I, it was <laughs> insane. It was so insane. It was exhausting. Like, I was so glad when the season was over. And when the season was over, guys in my office were like, wait, you're not going to keep betting during the playoffs? I'm like, dude. It was called Project 256. It's over. Yeah. It was 256 games. Uh, it's really hard. But look, what, the reason I want to do it, other than like I, it was a project I was doing with a buddy. Um, and, yeah, it's, and it's cool to say. Like that's a cool name, Project yeah. 256. But what's interesting is throughout my life, I've always been in these contests or if I was going on television for ESPN, I was talking about three or four games, right? And those are the games that you hone in on and – what I realized was I would also on the side always do ESPN pickskin pick them where you can bet against the spread in, in every game. And I was crushing my buddy. And so I sort of thought to myself, why do I end up doing so well every week in pickskin pick them? Picking 16 games, I'm always going 9 and 7, 10 and 5, or 10 and 6, 11 and 5, whatever. Very rarely having a losing weekend. But when it comes to picking the four or five games, like it's so much harder. I end up some weeks I'm four and one, some weeks I'm right. over and five. Like, so I decided it would be a cool experiment to do every game. And what I learned is that oftentimes, sadly, my first instinct is actually awful. And that when I take a step back and evaluate every game and start to think about games that I wouldn't necessarily think about and sort of get my biases out of the way, right. then all of a sudden I'm expanding the pool of opportunity and I'm doing much better. And so that's really what I learned from the season. Um, and clearly I was amazing at it because I won 56% of my games against the spread and doubled my money. I mean – objectively there's there's no denying there's, that there's no denying it there uh, should be a statue of me what yeah uh, why, why stop at a statue like i'm talking a building you know what i mean like there should be like a courthouse with your name probably a it. country yeah they should call it chad or like a continent <laughs> you know um well there's a hanging chain you know what i mean but it's also, it's um, also true. so was there a game where you got i hate to use this word in i'm sure you probably don't like but you get lucky you know there was a game oh where, my god are you <laughs> kidding me it's like, well, what, which one sticks out? You know, which pick six that ended it or, or, or something? You don't remember the wins. You remember the losses. Mm, so I remember point. at the end of the year, I had the Seahawks, I think, minus six and a half against the Panthers in week 14, 15, or 16, or 16 or 17, whatever it was. And the Seahawks were up by two touchdowns late in the game, crushing them. And that was and, when Ron Rivera had already been fired. And yeah, and, like, and all of a sudden, Kyle Allen is the Kyle Allen of the first two weeks of his career <laughs> right. and drives them down the field and they end up covering the game. They still lose, but they end up covering. Like, you remember that. Um, and so I cannot remember a single one that was lucky because those are just chalked up to the history. Do you have any sort of Chad Millman rules of thumb? You know, like sometimes like my dad and I'll be talking about something. He'll be like, that's too many points. I don't, I don't want to touch 12 points. You know, like, you, I, you know what? I do. I, I used to. The Patriots and the Chiefs, especially – look, the Chiefs this year were 12 – 11 and 5 against the spread or, you know, 12, 4 and 1, whatever it was. And um, they were huge favorites in so many games. And I felt like one of the things I learned was that I was adhering too rigidly to some of the standard axioms that people subscribe to in sports betting, which is always bet huge underdogs, always right. bet – against road favorites and like I think there are exceptions to those rules and that's what I really learned this year and so for a long time I was betting on the I would I used to always fade the Patriots no matter what like they're either 
overinflated in the point spread or they're on the road and they're, they're huge favorites and it's just not historically sort of good odds for you. I stopped doing that this year. I stopped doing it with the Chiefs this year. Um, what I also found to be really helpful was I watched a lot of the games. So, like, I would always watch every game, but some I was sort of, you know, looking for opportunity. So, the Dolphins became a team that sort of, within week five or six, started to really become a team that you could rely on. And the market never really caught up. Because the spreads were so large against The spreads were so big in the beginning. And, like, you know, they get blown up by the Ravens, and then they get blown up by the Patriots. And then the next week, I watched them against the Cowboys, and... They played really well against the Cowboys in the first half. And you can see they just didn't have the talent, right? And so the next week, they were huge underdogs against the Chargers, and I bet on the Dolphins. And they hung in that game through the third quarter. And now all of a sudden, you know, Brian Flores says Brian Fitzpatrick is going to be playing. And you know Ryan Fitzpatrick is a gamer. And the market's not going to adjust to that. But having watched them, I saw that they were playing really hard. They were competitive. And with Fitzpatrick, you think he's a guy who can keep them in a game because he's an old school quarterback. And so all of a sudden, like for seven straight weeks, you're winning money on the Dolphins. And so those are some of the things where I think it was really helpful to watch the games. That's interesting. I covered the Cowboys for SB Nation and halftime of that Dolphins game was just a meltdown on Twitter because it was competitive yeah. people in at the time, you know, the dolphins were so bad. How are we not blowing them out? And, and uh, they had the Cowboys had just released taco Charlton, who was then a dolphin. Right, right, so right, right. It was, uh, you know, just mass chaos. Uh, but what, sometimes that's the best thing. Uh, yeah. But well, it turned them around. Obviously they won, but I think it was also, it was a sign of things to come for the Cowboys, right? Because they had opened the season looking so good in those first two games. And then they kind of, revealed some weaknesses against the Dolphins. And then after that, it was like so much inconsistency. It was awful. I mean, the Cowboys have been, I remember in 2015 when the Panthers were, I think at the time, like 12-1, and one, and they played at thanks- on Thanksgiving at AT&T Stadium. And the Cowboys, Tony Romo had just come back, ironically, in Miami, and they'd won after he'd been hurt. They won that game, and the Cowboys were favored over, actually, the Panthers were undefeated at the time. And so there was this just incredible joke, and you know, the Cowboys got blown out, and you know, Jim Nance called that game, and then Tony Romo went to the booth, and you know all sorts of poetry. But you yeah, know, yeah, I, yeah, I, won't, yeah. I won't bore you with that. Uh, the Action Network app—it's available everywhere, right? Every- download it for free. Just go to the App Store and download. And you can create an account. You can like—you still get like push alerts oh, for yeah. your teams and yeah, everything. Totally. It's, it's all encompassing. Yeah. Uh, Chad Millman, thanks for joining us. Have a great rest of your trip in Miami, and let's get some good luck for Bubba Watson. Let's I appreciate. It. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks, Chad. 